what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast is perfect for you. If you are hungry to continue growing a business that you love so you can live a life that you get to design. The 2017 Biz Women Rock Retreat is officially open. If you're ready to go big in your business, then this retreat was designed for you. Three days of intense work to get clear on what you really want for your business in the upcoming year. An intimate group of fellow women entrepreneurs just like you who are there to help you mastermind and brainstorm and see things that you can't quite see. Here's what a few of last year's attendees had to say. Well, I'm here from Australia. Um, Spending the money to come here was worth every single cent. And what I found for my business was I could really get it off the ground with all the information that she provided me and the exercises were awesome. The the most important thing that I got out of the event was uh, some focus uh, that was really, really important to me to drill down and fix some of the processes that needed to be fixed. Doing focused work, planning strategies, figuring out what is in your way and then figuring out how to overcome that. The fact that we were able to apply it and tweak it and get ideas and brainstorm about it, that hands down made this very successful. Katie does a really great job of creating a safe environment for everyone to feel very open and trusting with each other. I've taken away a room full of businesswomen that will remain my friends and a strategic plan to move me into 2017 and beyond. Not only will you leave the retreat with a doable action plan that you can implement for this upcoming year, but you'll leave with an intimate group of friends, women who know what this journey is like and are here to be part of your success for the next level in your business. So come join us. The Biz Women Rock Retreat is happening on December 1st through 3rd, 2017 in Orlando, Florida. And it's going to happen in a nine-bedroom luxurious mansion. You can check out all the details and reserve your spot at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat. Hilda Gore is the amazing woman behind Holistic Hilda, a site dedicated to helping others create optimal health practices. She's also a passionate podcaster who hosts a show called Wise Traditions. This podcast is a project of the Weston A. Price Foundation, and they and Hilda have had a very positive and supportive working relationship with one another. During this live coaching call, Hilda's wanting to get clarity around what she should do to help her take the success she's had as the host and producer of this podcast and leverage it to build her own brand doing what she truly loves, podcasting and teaching about podcasting and helping others podcast. So we dive into a variety of options that will ultimately pay homage to the platform she currently has with Wise Traditions, who has almost 1 million downloads of the podcast, and allow her to position herself as an authority in the podcasting space. But we go even deeper. Because it's not just about positioning Hilda as a podcasting authority. It's about doing that in a way that would give her the most impact and distinguish her from every other podcasting expert. So we get clear on who her audience actually is and begin talking some marketing strategies that would allow her to connect with them and give them exactly what they want. 
This live coaching call today is perfect for you if you're a bit confused about what your personal brand is and how to go forth creating revenue doing something you love but don't quite know how to do. This will give you great insights and questions to ask yourself so you don't just do a bunch of stuff or create a bunch of stuff that sounds good, like writing a book or creating a podcast or doing a course, but it's not actually doing anything for you. The idea is to get clear on what you want, who your audience is, and then go into action marketing that produces results. So let's get into our live coaching call with Hilda Gore. Hilda, what's going on, girl? Katie, I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm really excited. Yay! Well, you and I are both juiced up, man. We were we officially kind of had to press record because we were already starting to get into a bunch of cool stuff. So you're <laughs> here for live coaching, and yes. I'm so grateful that you are coming to the space and that we're going to be able to do a super cool strategy session for you. Um, I have pre-warned you already that we, you know, we only have about 25 to 35 minutes, so we're probably not going to solve like the world's problems in this time, but we do have the perfect amount of time to dive in deep into kind of that big burning question or unfocused thing that's going on for you right now. So if you will, please explain a little bit about what you're here to ask strategy about. Like what kind of, how can I best support you right now? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. I know that's, I'm supposed to ask my question first, but (laughs) I'm just so thrilled to be here. You know, you and I met at PME 17, I think. And I just love how Wonderfully, you and your husband pulled off that conference, number one. But number two, when you and I met in a small group, you gave me a really direct answer to a question about sound. And I was like, this girl is on it. So I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, So I know you will be able to help me focus my thoughts. My thing is, I do have a lot of energy. I do have a lot of irons in the fire. And I feel like this past year, I finally honed in on my brand, which is Holistic Hilda. And I thought I found my calling, which is to help holistic health practitioners or people who are chiropractors or nutritionists or what have you start their own podcast because I've had a lot of success in podcasting. And yet that aspect of what I thought would be my new business isn't taking off while my podcast is other things are that's not. And so I'm just not sure what next steps I should take. Like, do I keep going down that road or should I pursue some other things, speaking, writing a book? You know, there are just so many options in front of me. I'm not quite sure what to do next, but I, I've got holistic Hilda and I have an idea that I want to build on, but I just don't know what to do next. Let's start with a little bit of a bigger idea of the landscape that you have right now, okay? Okay. Describe to me what you have. What platforms do you have out there? What exactly are you out there doing? You said that you feel like you found like your zone and your brand. What is that? Tell me what you got. I've been a health professional for years. And what I mean by that is actually a fitness professional. I am the director of communications for a group called Body and Soul. It's a nonprofit fitness organization that's worldwide. It's just really fantastic. So I've been doing fitness stuff. And then in the past four or five years, I got my certificate as a health coach. So I'm like, okay, you know, the food and the movement, this goes together. And I thought my mission would have to do with that. So I actually at first just studied to be a health coach and thought I'll just help people one-on-one. I dove into podcasting in 2016. I launched a show on behalf of an ancestral health group called the Weston A. Price Foundation. Anyway, this podcast launched in 2016 called Wise Traditions has gotten a lot of success and thousands of listeners. And it's been amazing, um, mostly because this nutrition group already had a following. So I kind of built off of what they had. And we are now almost 
completing two years of podcasting and I'm the host and the producer of the show. And we have nearly a million downloads. We have coming up on episode 100. So it's been really, really fun and exciting. And so I thought, this is fantastic. I'm starting to build my own following, of course, because we have thousands of people listening. And I thought, okay, I'm going to write a book. And so I've started working on a podcasting book with a friend. And then I thought I'm going to offer these services to help other people launch the show. I mean, let's say someone wanted to have a vegetarian show. Well, that's great. I could help them figure out how to get started. It might not be as big as Wise Traditions, but there are ways to leverage podcasting. Anyway, you know all about that. But so I thought, well, I'm going to use my health and fitness background and kind of have a niche with podcasting too, and really help the people who are committed to wellness, but they're not running and knocking on the door so much. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I need to get my book out? I have had speaking opportunities, which is fantastic. And actually the podcast has taken me a little bit around the world because the nutrition group is go ahead saying to me, go ahead, interview people in Kenya, interview people in Peru. So that's been exciting too. So, I mean, I can just keep rolling with that and that's fine, but I guess I wanted to help other people do what I'm doing because it's so much fun, you know, and I thought this would be a natural because to be honest with you and your listeners, like I love this foundation, but as you know, podcasting doesn't actually make a lot of money. And I was thinking, how can I leverage, I guess, this growing audience and personally benefit my own business or my own financial status? If you, this is a question I ask quite often, but if you could snap your fingers and tomorrow it worked what would that look like? And you don't have, you don't have to know hundred percent, but just give me some ideas. Well, two things. One is I want to keep traveling. So I would just be going around the world and interviewing people about their wise traditions. Cause again, this group is about ancestral health and I just think it's so much fun. I love talking to people as you can tell. So that's one thing I want to keep doing. I do want to keep having my own show and or shows. I've thought about launching one in Spanish, for example, on behalf of this foundation, I think they would be amenable to that. So I definitely want to keep that going, but I also just want to help people on the way. So I guess I would be doing some of what you do in terms of of having short-term consults where I can help people kind of get off the ground. If they're like, oh my gosh, where do I start? I'm like, here's a resource. Here's a book. Here's another podcaster you need to listen to. And here's an idea for launching or what have you. Like, I would love to do that. Maybe I need webinars. I mean, who knows? But I really think there are a lot of people out there with some amazing ideas and resources to give themselves, but they don't have a platform. And I think podcasting is a great way to go. So it would be a combination to answer your question. It would be a hybrid where I'm still hosting and producing shows, but I'm also helping other people. I'm assuming that your listeners are talking to you. I'm assuming that you're hearing from your listeners. Um, you're hearing from people that you, like you're putting your message out to. What are you hearing from them? I am and I'm not. It's interesting because I am basically a contractor for this foundation. Right. We love each other, by the way. I just think they're phenomenal. But so they've got their social media platforms there hasn't been a huge amount of audience engagement, even though the audience is growing. I mean, every month we have over 70,000 downloads. So like it's growing and it's growing every month, which is really exciting. But I don't really talk to the listeners that much. I did do a couple of live shows in California in July, and that was great for the interaction. I guess what they're telling me when I do see them, and I don't talk to them a lot, but when I do see them is they love the show. They love what the foundation has to offer. They want me to keep it up. Like, And we recently did a survey, and again, we didn't get like a, a huge amount of folks um, replying, maybe 100 or less, but they said kind of just thumbs up, keep going. We love this. We listen every week. It's fantastic. So they're loving that, but I've only had one or two people 
that I've personally helped think about what podcasting would look like for them and how they could use it for their own businesses. So a question about how you work with this foundation. Whose content is it at the end of the day? When I was getting started, much like anyone, I signed away ownership because I thought, you know, I'll just do it and they can keep it all. And recently I realized, oh no, I'm like a musician and I'm writing the songs. You know, it's not, yes, the guests are the people they're putting me in touch with, but I'm the one making the content. I'm the one kind of the photographer taking the pictures. It should be mine too. So we're about to renegotiate and I think we're going to make it shared. But right now it's all theirs. That's the way we set it up. And I, I don't think they're against sharing it, but right now it's theirs. Yeah. The reason I'm asking is, is not because I expect that there would be any negativity in that conversation. It sounds like a really great partnership, right? And there are ways to be able to have a win-win on all sides. The reason I'm asking is because what you are talking about is building your own brand and your own brand is different than the hosting that you do on the Wise Traditions podcast. Not to say that it can't benefit your brand, but the reason I'm asking that question is because if what you're trying to build out is a business of your own under your own brand, what you already have is a really good platform to get people knowing you, loving you, trusting you. The challenge is, is that it's not your platform. So there would have to be strategic moves to add them to a different platform of your own. And I'm not suggesting that you absolutely have to do your own podcast. I think that that should be sort of in the, in the thoughts, but it might be just getting them to follow you on a Facebook page or within a Facebook group or just getting them to interact with just you. Or, by the way, it could be, but this would absolutely take a conversation with um, the Wise Traditions podcast folks. It could be like, hey, if I offered this particular type of package or service for people who are listening because this is what we're going to get into in a minute because they're asking for it, would that be okay with you? And so maybe you work out some sort of a deal where you're leveraging their platform, but it's your particular product or service. And now you have some sort of a shared deal. Okay. And that could be a great win-win. But the reason why I'm asking is because that's a very, you have to see that distinction that this is a, a platform that you are co-creating it's not 100% yours, which means that you don't have 100% control on what to do with it at any given moment. But planned appropriately, you absolutely can leverage it appropriately. But that kind of gets back to, there's this giant unknown here called, what do people actually want from you? How you have set yourself up is someone who is a holistic health practitioner and knows that area. You know what it's like to live a holistic, health, healthy lifestyle. And so a couple of thoughts here, kind of the traditional route with that is, okay, well, I'm going to do one-on-one coaching with people who want to do that, whether it's fitness coaching or whether it's um, food coaching. I mean, you can come up with like healthy menus. I mean, also there's a gazillion things that you could do if you want to kind of be direct to the consumer for anyone who wants what you have, which is the holistic health knowledge. Like how do I live a holistically healthy lifestyle? The people who are listening to your show may or may not be that. Because of the spin of the show, it's these great wise traditions and it's done with this uh, sense of holistic health, right? And But because it's not your brand, that's a very clear distinction that you have to make. So that's why I'm wondering, the people of your show, what do you actually, what do they want? Because one of the most powerful things in business is to, and that I love preaching, is like 
build the community and then ask them what they need, right? Or fit, or listen really well on what they're talking about. I'm glad that they're telling you that they love the show, that it's great, but there's like a gazillion different directions. And I know you already know that, but one direction that you could go with what you have right now is having a conversation with the foundation and saying, hey, how would you feel about getting to know our listeners a lot better so that we know what they actually want more of? And then you can be a part of creating that. You could be you could be in partnership with them for creating whatever that is. I don't know what that is right now, but but that's a big giant thing that could be there. And you're already sort of ahead of the game because once you figure that out, then you've got almost a million downloads. You've got a lot of people listening. So all you have to do is start offering it and see what happens there. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I feel like what the people really want is good. Well, it's two things. Some of them are just looking for good health and they've tried a lot of different options, you know, you know, paleo and this and that. And it's, and it's been fine, but they really like that the foundation doesn't have an agenda. Like they really are all about, you know, food farming and the healing arts. So they like that. We're not like saying go low carb or do this. We're not advocating a particular diet. So they love that. So I know they want good health, but they're also big advocates for the whole slow food movement. I actually am in charge of uh, one of the social media platforms of the foundation. So I literally see what they like by how they respond to certain pictures and posts. So I have an idea of what they want. The question is, that's one question. But the other question is, what do I want to give? And that's what I was trying to get some discernment with you, Katie. I don't know if we can get it, but like, I was thinking I can go back. I mean, I do have my certificate as a health coach. I could go back and become even more of an authority on health stuff by getting a nutrition therapy practitioner degree. It's something that's kind of big in these holistic health circles. So I could become an NTP, but then I was like, gosh, do I do I really want to do that or do I want to stay more in a podcasting niche? That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, it's great if they all want good health, but do I really want, do I want to write a book about health? I kind of do, but I'm like, oh, I'm just really torn. And I'm loving oh. that you're bringing that up because that's one thing that I wanted to identify, which is like, there is absolutely like, what do they need? What are they asking for? Let's listen. But that doesn't mean that you have to do it because the other giant question as a part of this yin and yang is what do I want to show up to do? Like, how do I want to spend my time? And when I asked you, what does this ideal life look like for you? No matter how vague or pinpointed, there were two things that came up. I want to, I want to podcast. The podcast was a part of it. I want to podcast. I want to be in this podcasting space. I want to be some sort of an authority doing this, helping people get into this. And it was helping people in that journey, right? And continuing to be able to do what you're doing now and the and the traveling it gives you, that sort of lifestyle, the freedom it gives you to sort of have fun and do all of this other really great stuff, right? Without without the pressure of having that to be your business per se, right? Okay, so let's dig a little bit deeper into the podcasting stuff. If you've identified like, okay, I could go this route of being this holistic health authority and figure out there, like whether it's under the brand of co-created brand under Wise Traditions podcast or whether it's creating my own brand and doing a bunch of stuff that I could do there, which is a little bit more like traditional, right? The one-on-one coaching, the product for all of that, all the teaching, Or we could go this other way called, I really love this podcasting thing. And I think I have some things to teach about this. What have you done to step up and own the fact that you're an authority on podcasting? I've gotten to be on other people's shows (laughs) for one, but actually that was more talking about health stuff. 
I've been a panelist um, at the DC PodFest, and I am thinking about pursuing other opportunities to speak because I've had success in an unconventional way, right? A lot of people that want to start podcasting think, let me grab a microphone, let me start my show, let me find my artwork, and boom. But what I did was I approached a known entity that already had an audience and was able to serve them and then have, you know, yeah, as you know, you know, good times. So, um, but I do, I am interested in pursuing more speaking opportunities, but also I'm co-writing a book with a friend. I don't want to reveal the title yet, but because we wanted to demystify, if you will, the podcasting process and help people kind of on a more local, almost like you were talking about one-on-one health coaching. We want to help people on a more local level, maybe have some like podcasting camps. And again, I would be speaking there, but we are like this close. We're just like a month or two away from finalizing our part of the book. Then we need to get it to an editor and and look into how we're going to go about publishing it. But I feel like this is going to be great because it's going to be a tool for other people, but will also be something, a way in which to leverage the success I've had, right? So are you marrying those two loves? Meaning, because I hear you talk about podcasting in general, but in an ideal world, would you be working with other health and nutrition specialists to help them use the platform of podcasting to their advantage and for their businesses and to help help their messages get out there? Is that is that where you want to live? I don't know. That's a really good question. My problem is I just get really excited. So if I were talking to some guy who's a scuba diver, I would be like, oh my gosh, you should have a podcast. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> like, I am just passionate about podcasting. So I feel like the book itself, to be honest with you, is just about podcasting. It doesn't include the health component. So I would be happy helping people with podcasting, even if, even though I was saying that was a nice niche, cause I knew it was a nice niche, you know, because I have the health thing in common with people and I'm a podcaster, mm-hmm. but I would be happy to help anybody with podcasting. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So what I absolutely hear from the core of you is that you love podcasting. You love teaching how to podcast and how to leverage it for whatever it is you need it to do for you. Right. Okay, so let's get out of this fact that you're a holistic health coach, okay? And that you're, not because it's not important, it's super important, but what you are right now is you are a podcaster who loves the platform of podcasting and you want to teach others how to do it, okay? That's ultimately the kind of business that we're talking about. If I were to advise you on a strategy on how you could do more of that, it would absolutely be to niche down into the very specific folks who have the experience that you have who would find you and see you as an expert in your field and trust you because you're someone who's like out of the norm, okay? So for example, if you were to show up at a podcasting conference and talk about the fact that you can be a podcast strategist, Perhaps there are some people in the room who would absolutely take you up on that offer, but there's also a heck of a lot of other people just like you there, right? If you were to go and get and go to a health and holistic food uh, health conference where there's a lot of health coaches, a lot of people who are like doing their thing and putting their message out for holistic health and for the slow food movement, I love that you said that. That is a very, I'm not saying that you need to to identify that niche. But I think that that is a, if you know that term, other people know that term and there's a lot of people waiting there. So if you stood up and said, and made yourself an authority and said, here's how you could use podcasting to further your message. You are the only one in the room doing that. Yes. I hear what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can picture that right now. I know many groups I'm very connected with 
local movements and bigger ones, you know, and I was just thinking this next year, I was like, I need to get more. It's what Dave Jackson says. I need to get where the audience is, you know, exactly. I I need to get more where the audience is, but not only is it the audience for the health message, the ancestral health message that my current podcast has, but it's the audience that would be open to the possibility of using podcasting as a platform. The reason why this is so vital for you to understand and get this clarity is because you have three different audiences that you're dealing with at any given moment. You're dealing with the Wise Traditions audience, okay, who loves the mission of the nonprofit. They love that, the whole mission, okay? And they may or may not be 100% into holistic health, but they just love what you're doing. They love the show. It's entertaining. They love the whole concept of it, right? More than likely, they're totally into that scene, okay? But they may or may not be the professional, the health professional. That's a distinction, okay? There's a second audience called the health professional, someone who listens to the show or they just follow you, but they themselves are running their own business, trying to get the message out there about the positive benefits of living a healthy and holistic lifestyle, okay? The third audience you're talking about is a podcasting audience, people who are podcasting or want to podcast. There there are people who are a part of all three of those audiences, but it is super important that you see distinctly that these are each different audiences so you know where you can get the biggest bang for your buck. But that requires you knowing what you want, which is why if you say, I want to help people podcast successfully, and then let's come up with a strategy on how you could do that the fastest with the most impact and and that would really give you like an immediate reward my recommendation would be to dive in deep to that holistic professional's niche because they're looking for ways to get their word out there, right? Now, I want to make sure you hear this. That doesn't mean that you need to always stay there. So for example, everything in my marketing down to my logo is all biz women rock. It is all about women entrepreneurs. Do you think that I say no to men who come to me who want strategy? Absolutely not. Do I market it? No, that's not part of my marketing. But I absolutely say yes. If And believe me, I have had a good, probably about a half a dozen clients over the course of the past year who are all male. And they're coming to me because they either they listen to my podcast or we had a conversation or what, whatever it is, I added value to them. And they were like, I think you can help me. And I'm able to be that person who can help them. So it doesn't mean that you need to stay in that niche. It just means that that is a really solid place to start. And then your brand can evolve. It's a good distinction to make that you can you can start at what would give you the most benefit, the people who would be the most hungry for what you have to offer because of who you are and the unique combination of skills that you have. And so that can get us into a marketing strategy. That can get us into a very specific, what should I do next? Okay. I want to give you a really good example of this. Rachel Cook has been on the podcast before. It's been a few years. Go check her out on the Biz Women Rock podcast. And she started with a company called Yogipreneur. She would go to yoga classes herself and she knew business. And so her yoga instructor started asking her questions about how she could make her business better. And so what she did is she's a quote unquote business strategist. Okay. And I'm putting that in quotes because that can be anything to any type of business person. But she decided she ended up doing great work for her, for this one yoga instructor to help her grow her business significantly. 
And so she would have a second yoga instructor ask her for help and a third yoga instructor. And so what she did is she leaned into that niche. And so she created a whole brand called Yogipreneur that basically helped yoga instructors and yoga professionals help them build their businesses. Since then, though, that was a a great starting platform. Since then, she's evolved into helping with big strategy for businesswomen. You can see where like you can start and dig in deep into one particular niche where you feel like you're going to have the biggest impact and you'll get the, the deepest results and then expand from there. So does that sound like it might be interesting for you to allow yourself to sort of live those two loves of podcasting and holistic health or and speak to people who are sort of doing what you're doing? So you are more likely to get a lot of the no love and trust factor because you are who they are. Yeah, no, it's very intriguing. And it it makes sense. And it's a little bit of where I was going. Like if you go to my holistichilda.com website, that's the only service I'm selling. Well, I mean, I think I say I'll speak, but I do say consult with me, but I have no marketing strategy whatsoever. So that's probably what was hindering me. Like I had that seed of an idea, which you're kind of affirming as we're talking these things through, but I have to know now I have to figure out how to go about it. Right. Right. Okay. So that gets us into marketing strategy. So I see marketing in a couple of phases. First phase is like what I call low hanging fruit. Like what is immediately around you that could get you into action so that you feel a result or you see that your actions are not easily producing a result. So you can, you can shift and you can change and you can try something new. Okay. So That would be the first phase is sort of like the low-hanging fruit phase. And then the second phase would be a little bit more strategic and a little bit more savvy, okay? So let's talk about this low-hanging fruit stage. You love speaking. What associations are out there that are for holistic health practitioners, for health coaches? What events are happening for those types of people? And can you submit to be a speaker about how powerful podcasting can be for holistic health professionals? Oh, that makes so much sense. I'm just having a little aha moment because, for example, I'm making all these kinds of connections with holistic health practitioners and authors and speakers, well-known people. And I recently approached one that I interviewed and I said, can I speak at your conference next year? And she said, yes. And I thought I would speak about holistic health, which is fine, but everybody's talking about that Mm -hmm. and ancestral health. But if I spoke about podcasting, no one there is talking about podcasting. Bingo. So that would be really unique. Yeah. Interesting. And do you understand that? Let's just say there's a hundred people in the room. Let's just say there's a hundred health professionals in the room. How many of those, there are going to be some who are podcasting already and that's awesome. And, and you should absolutely go in there super confident because you've been doing this for two years, super successfully. And you're going to share with them things that they don't already know. I promise you that. How many out of a hundred are going to be like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. I need to talk to Hilda. A hell of a lot more than would in a podcasting conference. That's true. I'm just so hyped about podcasting. I'm like, I want to go to every (laughs) single conference, PME 17 and then all the rest, you know, I'm like, get me there. Well, PME 18 now, but um, no, wait, is it 17 or 18? 18? No, it'll be 18. But that doesn't mean, by the way, that doesn't mean that you stop going to podcasting conferences because going to podcasting conferences continues your own level of expertise and it continues to put you in the space of being seen as an expert in podcasting and in that, in that community. So that's super important. And you never know what kind of opportunities that might open up for you. Like at these podcasting conferences, there might 
potentially be a breakout for if you're a health coach or health professional, here's how to use a podcast. You could have a whole breakout session on that. That's a giant field. And so that's another way that you can lean in deeper to the health niche in the podcasting arena. Which is cool because if you think about it, Dave Jackson has had a show about weight loss and stuff. Diane Daniels, right? Also. Yep. And so, yeah, we could have a little panel about it. That would be so cool. But yeah, you've really got me thinking about some ways to market something that I've been kind of sitting on and kind of unclear on. So this has been really helpful. Now, I would say to to end it all, because getting deep into a marketing strategy is a session in and of itself. But if I were to give you any parting words, it would be, if you decide that, yes, this marriage of my love of podcasting and my experience as a holistic health professional, if I can marry those two and, and lean in deeper to that, what I would highly recommend is that you do everything in your power to become a podcasting expert in the holistic health space. Okay, so that could be the speaking. It, it could also be that you're starting to write articles, blog posts. You're starting to do maybe some one-off podcast episodes. I don't know what that looks like. That's when you would start creating and thinking about what your own podcast looks like. That's when you can start thinking about, hey, can I do a Facebook Live series about and do um, targeting for health professionals. So we can't come up with a marketing strategy until we know exactly what you want, what makes you light up, and then what you need to do, where the audience is for that. Yeah, that makes sense because I've been doing dribbles and drabs of different things in my on my social media platforms. And I was even thinking, oh, this is really cool. You would like this. In a few weeks, I'm going to go to a farm and they're going to have a pasta making workshop. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so amazing. Should I like put it on Facebook Live? But that would be great for my friends and family or, or for whoever wants to know more about pasta making, but that's not targeted marketing for people, right? It's not targeted at all, right? It's just no, fun so and nice. Let me take that and, sw and, and uh, switch it up for you. You could go there. Remember, your job is now to be the authority amongst health practitioners as the podcaster. So your job would be to go there and come up with either some sort of a video, either it's a short video that you're doing, uh, either pre-recorded or live, and it turns into the topic of how I use podcasting to travel the world or how I, how I use podcasting to promote optimal health. Uh, it's all like how podcasting helps, right? Three strategies to share about how to make from scratch pasta and how to use your podcast to get that me message out. It's that kind of stuff. So you could still keep on doing what you're doing, but start thinking about it in the way of who your audience actually is. And your audience are all of those awesome, I would suspect mostly women, but that it, there's definitely some men in there, but there's lots of women in this movement who are in this uh, slow food movement who are building a business on their health coaching, on their food plans, on how they're eating and on veganism, on vegetarian, I mean, all sorts of stuff, raw food, paleo, and they want to get their message out there. Doesn't mean that you need to advocate 100% for what they stand for. It just means that you honor the fact that they have a message and you, dear Hilda, are the genius who knows how to use a podcast in a way that spreads that message to almost a million people. I know. Isn't that amazing? It blows me away. This, no, this is so encouraging, Katie. And I can see why you're so good at what you do and why your <laughs> podcast is so popular because you really help people discern, right? And figure out what to do next. And yeah, this has been really, really helpful. 
yeah, it's been fantastic. So thank okay. you. Thank you for those thoughts. You are very welcome. So you're going to promise me because I'm all about action. You're going to promise me that you're going to follow up with me just to tell me, yes, I've decided to move forward on this or I've made a decision about this, whatever it is. Because remember, I, you are an action taker. It's obvious by what you do. Um, and it, But we need some time to sort of like let some ideas marinate, especially if we're at a crossroads, which is where you are right now. But once you make that decision and once you decide to move forward, promise me that you'll let me know how things go, okay? I definitely will. And stay tuned to my Facebook page because you're going to see some kind of pasta making video. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Hilda, thank you so much for being on today. It's been the best, Katie. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you sometime soon. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.